Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our weekly market update. You know, we've been trying to keep these things to about five minutes, but unfortunately, we've been going a lot longer than that. So we were fortunate enough to find uh, Alvin and his chipmunk buddy. They were out recording ASMR audio on the Internet, and we decided to uh, bring them in, and they've agreed to do our market update. So, Alvin, over to you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Alvin about that. Wayne Cox is in the studio with me again. He's our resident expert on everything OCTG and oil gas. That term is uh, a little bit of an exaggeration. Well, you're an expert to me, Wayne, so <laughs> I appreciate you. So, uh, wow, we got a, it's like a roller coaster that we're on. One day's good, one day's bad, one day's good. Up and down, up and down. <laughs> we're just having to make it through the mud right now. The mud is mud is good. Mud is a, <laughs> mud is a good analogy, I would say. Yeah, yeah, you can't you get your boots stuck in it, and all of a sudden you're falling down in it. So, well, well, anyway, so uh, let's kind of go over some things that are going on right now. Uh, let's start with uh, oil. Oil prices are up now. We're up around the mid 57s right now. I think yeah, today. It's amazing how that uh, we were way down, and now we're back up, and nothing like a little Middle Eastern controversy and, and uh, conflict. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also sort of uh, difficult for us to glean information out of some of the guys that are predicting where uh, the uh, Storage. Oh, yeah. Know. I think I'm going to apply to be an EIA analyst because apparently you don't even have to be as accurate as the weather forecast if you're an EIA analyst. Man, you still get to keep your job. No, I right? know. I know. What did they say? Uh, three weeks ago, I think it was going to be a gain of about close to a million. It turned out to be 6.6 .6 million barrels in storage a gain. Next week, it was going to be, I think, down by about a half a million. Yeah. Ended up going up four point something. <laughs> and so this week, it was going to be, I think it was, it was actually down by th over three million, but they missed that one too. I think they were thinking it was going to be down about a million. So, so what we should do is like the weather forecasters and do what it feels like. Yes. The crude oil storage feels like it's over <laughs> oversupplied. I like that. Yeah. So anyway, regardless, it looks like there's too much crude oil in storage. In the United States, which uh, certainly hampers the price. Yeah, uh, gas prices are not even better. Right? Gas yeah. prices, I don't even know. There's not much to talk about with natural gas, unfortunately, sadly enough. Uh, we love our customers that are going for it, keep doing it, but it's a tough market out there. Um, yeah, so uh, so the commodity prices are, are uh, up and down. I, I would say gas is down, but oil prices are up and down, and who knows what's going to happen next week. Yeah, so, and, you know, sort of hard to try to figure out what's going to happen on the rig count for the next two or three months. Uh, yeah, because of that, I mean, that's, we're down to 969 rigs uh, as of last Friday, and we're recording this on a Friday before the rig count. We probably should have waited <laughs> until the rig count came out, but uh, my guess is it's probably going to be down again. Um, right. There's nothing to indicate that it wouldn't be. Yeah, know? yeah. We're starting to get a little sense from some of our customer base that. Uh, you know, they either gonna hold what they got, or we got some news today that a couple of guys dropped some rigs. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's not it's not looking really really great on the uh, on the OCTG demand side since that large wheel is driven by the rig count. I think, uh, you know, with regards to efficiencies, we are where we're at. I don't know how much we're gonna gain out of efficiencies along the lateral at this stage, but yeah, Steve, we're still in an oversupply situation as far as supply versus demand. I mean, demand this year, well, maybe we're gonna sell out about five and a half million or something like that. But from a supply standpoint, uh, there's it's not tightening at all. Yeah, I think imports. Uh, you had the numbers. Imports came down a little bit. Uh, well, I guess this would be imports coming in. Uh, license. I'm trying yeah. to think of the licensing date would be um, April. Is that right? Yeah, uh, I think in March it was around 242. April about 256. May actually came in lower at 214. And those are licenses. Those are licenses. licenses. So you never know that could change. Yeah. But uh, and I think if right now the prediction is uh, based on what we're seeing so far in June, that June will pop back up a little bit. Yeah. So, so if we're five, so if you're five and a half, five and a half million tons of OCTG in a year, you're still looking at imports uh, at that. Pace, uh, right around you know half the market. Yeah, so, which, uh, so the imports have kind of regained their foothold after the, the 232s, and, and I don't think we've seen the end of, of that, considering that the Canada and Mexico are now exempt right. from the tariff. So um, and Turkey got a little relief. With Turkey the, got uh, yeah, Turkey got some relief, and so I think I think we haven't seen all that was recent enough that uh, on Canada and Mexico that we probably haven't seen the effects of Mexico and Canada coming to the market quite yet. Yeah. Um, and, as we look at some of these mills, we're talking about the supply versus demand out there uh, right now. Uh, we're beginning to hear that maybe some of the mills are, are looking at the possibility of uh, slowing down a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, up in Comanche uh, there was a report that uh, Comanche uh, TMK and Comanche Iowa had some layoffs, layoffs. Uh, which is very very sad. To hear about those folks up in Comanche losing some jobs, um, which we certainly don't want. But I think it's a, I'm not so sure we'll see the end of that, too. I think what U.S. Steel was also not on OCTG, but they were idling some. They were idling two of their blast furnaces. One of them uh, had just finished a rebuild, and they decided not to bring that one back up. But then they were going to, you know, this is domestically, I think they were going to idle one in Slovakia or something as well. But uh, then there was another one they're, they're going to just act, you know, bring down, and that's going to probably take 200, 250,000 tons uh, out of the market. But if you look at where the flat roll mills are right now, uh, they're not getting relief either. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're flat roll prices are, have continued to uh, hot roll ban has continued to fall, and we I think we're expecting to fall even a little bit more. Um, which you know helps our, on our side of the business. It helps these ERW guys are making OCTG be more competitive. Uh, we just need a little bit of a demand to kind of help those guys. That's out. right. That's yeah. right. So uh, 
I think also that news, uh, Costco, uh, which is a South Korean uh, steelmaker, uh, got some relief from CBD uh, yeah. this week. So they were paying a uh, like 58% uh, on those duties, and it's been reduced to less than 1%. Right that's, that's that's significant. Costco can bring a lot of steel in. Yeah, they're going to have a quota, but they can still bring in uh, hot roll coal, uh, according to that quota. So that's not going to help the domestic chain. Uh, yeah, yeah. So all, all this is, I mean, this, obviously the steel industry is struggling a little bit right now, and I think none of this bodes well for, um, you know, the, the, the it's not, obviously the steel market doesn't track a little bit to the pipe market. It doesn't always track 100%, but, uh, you know, I think that uh, the fact that the steel market's hurting is going to, it's affecting the LCTG market, too, because yeah. we're seeing mills, I mean, most, I think the utilization rate, the uh, is good enough to do some stuff, and uh, we did some surveys, and we think it's about maybe 70%. That might be actually a little bit high. Uh, with regards to utilization rates of the OCTG mills, and uh, you know, I, I think that it might be a little bit, a little bit lower than that. And so, from that standpoint, the mills are not full, and they're looking, they're looking for orders. Right. And so, they're going to be some tough decisions uh, through the summer on whether or not some of those mills are going to experience some layoffs, yeah. slow down, or keep pop, pop into the uh, marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think uh, you know, overall, we're we're, we're not we're, we're kind of bearish on the short term yeah. uh, in the OCTG market. It's uh, inventories again, or just to kind of summarize, inventories are a little bit high. Uh, steel prices are are uh, coming down um, on hot roll band and, and, and others. And, and again, I think uh, the, the, the grid count being what it is, and we think that it's going to fall some more. Um, we think that at least in the short term, it's not going to be a very strong OCTG market uh, for the for the manufacturers. Um, and I, but I will say, I don't think we're, it's not always lost. We don't feel like uh, the sky's falling. It's no, just, I mean, uh, sort of like that uh, weather report, it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> the next few months feels like uh, it's just going to be uh, neutral to not so good. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, when we start looking at possibilities in Q4 or Q1 of next year, a lot of the analysts out there are, are optimistic. Yeah. And so we are too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I think we just got a few months that we're going to have to wade through the mud.